0: Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach Denton, Ditton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many are excited? Come on, come on. Come on, church. Let's go. Hallelujah. How many have victory in the name of Jesus? Come on. Came into this place worshiping, ready to praise the King of Kings. Amen. Amen, amen, well, I get the opportunity today to, to, to give, a, give a message what the Lord has put in my heart, which I'm excited about, amen, amen, I'm super excited about this topic, I just want to start out by saying I'm, I'm thankful for this opportunity, I know Pastor, he's right now, he's, he's with Jose and Landon in Costa Rica, amen, they're not just with their feet up, they're actually doing God's work out there, amen, so let's continue to pray for them, continue to continue to every every morning, every night, every time you get the opportunity to pray, continue to pray for them, Cause we know lives are being changed out there. What they're doing out there is sharing the gospel, amen. And that's that's all we gotta do: share the gospel, share the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. Well, today I wanna just take a couple times. How many, how many? Just give me ten minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes message. Come on, how many? Give me your hand. One, two. Pastor, we're at ten. We're at five hours right now, so we're good. We're good. Five hours. We're gonna go at it. We're gonna leave out here around one a.m. No, I'm joking. But I, I just wanna take the time and preach about how important outreaching is, the importance of outreaching, the importance of sharing the word, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen. Not to just sit back, not to sit, not to just be relaxing, but to go out there and share the gospel. Who is supposed to share the gospel? Why do we share the gospel? When do we share the gospel? Why, who, Who? why Why are we doing all this? So that's what I want to go into today. i want to just take a couple minutes and, and minister on that. But I want, first, first scripture, if you guys want to go with me, in Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20. Amen. Say amen whenever you get there. Amen. That was a fast one. Where are the Bibles at? I hear those Bibles. Amen. Where the Bibles at? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Matthew 28, 28, 19, 20 says this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Preach preach to these new disciples to obey all commands that I have given you. And be sure of this, that I am with you always, even to the end of age. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this opportunity. I thank you, God, for allowing us to come together, Lord God, and continue to hear your word and hear your scriptures, the, the words that you have put, Lord God, in this place. We ask you to arrest our minds and let us focus on you for the next couple minutes or a couple of hours, Lord God, just you and only you. The Bible says if we search you wholeheartedly, we will find you, God, and we know we believe in your word, Lord God. So thank you for all that you're about to do in this place. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So outreaching, the importance of outreaching, sharing the gospel, amen. I love doing that. I love, that's one thing I, I love to do. I'm not saying that I've, I'm the best. I'm not saying none of that. But I love to share the gospel. And I looked up the word outreach, and it, it, was, it was more of a verb, and it came out to say speak through. Or it, it, was, called, it, was, it was more of a reaching further than, reaching further than. So I want to just take a, a real quick illustration. But if you can stick your hand out, you can just keep it right here where you're at, just kind of reaching through. Just reach, acting like, like you're reaching, just a little bit, a little bit. Amen. This is right here, this spot right here, this is what I, I would call the comfort zone. This right here is what I would call, I can be here for a long time and sit here for a very long time. I, not, too, not too many people are close to me, right? This is a good place where I can just be relaxing. I can do, I can go through the motions, come to church and check the boxes. That's, this is it. But when we outreach, outreach, when we stretch our hands out, now everybody stretch your hands a little further than where you did. Stretch your hands out a little further than where you were at a little while ago. That big difference of where it was at from here to here is where I visioned, that's where I think we should be at. Especially people inside this church, especially people inside believers, disciples of Jesus Christ. We should be we shouldn't be here anymore. We should be at the place where we should be wanting to go out there and share the gospel with others. Amen. We should go out there and wanting to share the, the word of Jesus Christ with others. But many of us are right here. We stay here. We're stick. we we're, we're good here. We're comfortable here. And I can say that because that was me. I came to church for a while. I was coming to church for a while, going through the motions, and I was comfortable. But then when it got to the place where I started to get out of my comfort zone, get out of my comfort zone, I got to stretch out, got to be used by God, the words, the words kept flowing. Amen? Amen. Amen. But we like being comfortable. Comfortable. We like being comfortable. But let's reach out some more. Amen. Have you taken the opportunity to those? Have you taken the opportunity to outreach to the ones that you crossed paths with today? And I want to say there was many times that we possibly you were possibly walking through walking through somewhere, walking through a store aisle somewhere, going through work, but you were on your phone and missed that person that was right next to you that needed Jesus. You were you were on your phone, or you were on you were doing something instead of doing what we're supposed to be doing, sharing the gospel. Amen. One thing about this church, and I love this church, I love this fellowship right there. It's a perfect example. Reach, teach, and send. Reach, teach, and send. Amen. I like to think, too, that we're not me. For me, my example, me, I would not be here if somebody did not go out there and outreach to me. I would not be here right now. I would not be able to stand here right now if somebody did not tell me who Jesus Christ is. Amen. What about you this evening? Would you be able to be here right now if somebody did not tell you who Jesus Christ is? Would it be almost impossible for us to be able to share the word of God without somebody telling us first, "Hey, hey, you got to repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at near. Let go of the sins. Let go of the things that you're dealing with. Come to Jesus." Amen. The reason why is reason why I think is our riches is so important because none of us would be here without it right now. None of us would be here right now if we did not hear the word of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2, it says this. You, therefore, my sons, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, that the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses commit these faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Last week, a couple weeks or two weeks ago, we actually, uh, Pastor Jerry went to go and started his church, which was an exciting thing. You know, it's one thing that we get to do in this opportunity where we get to go out there and plant churches, send, amen. So they're going out there because of what they heard. They heard the word of God. They were somebody outreached to Pastor Jerry, so now he's out there sharing the gospel with others. That's what we're supposed to do. And I'm sorry to tell you, but if you're sitting back and relaxing and letting, letting, letting the enemy keep you quiet, then you're letting the enemy control you. Why not just open our mouth and open our tongues and let, let God, God, use me. I know I'm not the best speaker. I know I'm not the best. I know I, I can't say the best words. Lord, I know I'm not. But the word says he, he, will, he, will, he, will, he's go, he goes ahead of you, amen. He goes ahead of you. It's not my words, God. you, you Speak through me, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. There's a quote that I read and it said this, may I never forget that even in my best day, I still need God as desperately as I did in my worst day. How many, t- how many times do we realize that as well? Even when we feel like, oh, man, I, I reached the three people today. I got this. I, I, to- I told three people about Jesus. Even-, even when days like that, Lord, I'm still weak. Lord, I'm still not the best. Lord, I'm, st- I'm still not the best. Lord, I'm, never, I'm not going to be the best, but I, I want to just get as close as I can to you. But that's what we should be at, thinking every single day, every morning that we wake up, Lord, I am weak. Lord, you are strong, amen. But as believers, again, as believers, we like to sit back. We like to sit back and we let the enemy keep us quiet. We let the enemy keep us quiet. One thing that as believers, and if you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, why are we not going out there even more now than we were two weeks ago? Because the time is getting closer. Amen? As the time getting closer, we heard a powerful message last week about the end times. We heard a powerful message. If that message did not stir you up to go out there and do some more, we got to get checked. We got we to go out there and seek God. You got to search him wholeheartedly because you're going to find him. But we're sitting back. Too many believers are sitting back letting the enemy keep us quiet. Come on. We gotta go out there. We gotta go out there and share the gospel. Oh, but that's the pastor's job. Oh, but that's the youth leader's job. Come on. That's the youth leader's. That's the that's the youth. That's the youth's job. That's their job over there. Cause they, they're leaders in this church. They should be out there going out there more than more than others. Come on. Come on. Come on. They should be going out there doing doing more. But we all have excuses. It's like, well, I think Pastor has said it. We all have noses. Noses, we all have excuses. We all have excuses in this place. And if you're in this place, if you're, if you're able to hear my voice, wherever you're at, Juan's over there translating, wherever, wherever we're at, if you're in this place, we should be out there outreaching. Especially, there's a powerful thing that happens every Thursday, every other Thursday. We do this street preaching out this. That happens every other Thursday. And that Street preaching shouldn't be the only time we're outreaching. Just to want to let you guys know. It shouldn't be the only time that we're out there sharing the gospel. But when we're out there, man, when we're out there, souls are being saved. I'll tell you, souls are being saved. Chains are being broken. But there is people against us that are, that are standing against you. But again, a lot of us are more excited than a, to watch a football game on a Thursday night than to go out there and, and street preach. We're, and, and you ain't even got to do much but hold the sign up and say, Jesus loves you. But we're so comfortable in our place. Come on, church. We're so sitting back. We're, so, we're excited about the, what the NFL is doing right now. But we're, so, we're, we're like, hey, we're going to pray for you over there, what you, what you guys are doing. I'm, that's awesome. You guys are doing good. You guys are getting flipped off. You guys are getting cussed at. You guys, you guys are doing all that. I'm going to pray for you guys over there. I'm going to let you guys know that. There's a person called Roger Goodell. I think he's the, he's the main owner of the NFL. There's no way you can call this guy and say, hey, can you put the game on pause? Can you tell him to stop playing? Can you tell him to stop playing? Because I'm going to go with street preach real quick. Once I get back, I'm going to come back, and then we can start the game, play the game, okay? We can do all that. Roger Goodell doesn't know you. He doesn't know who you are. The teams that are playing on Thursday nights do not know you. The teams that are playing on Monday night do not know you. But we're so busy, more concentrated about a game than we are than we are worshiping the King of Kings, the God that has formed you, amen, the God that has formed you in your mother's womb, the God that has numbered the hairs in your head. We're so focused on the other things instead of sharing the gospel, sharing the gospel. If my father numbers the hairs in my head, why not? Should I go out there and share with people about what Jesus is doing in my life? That's all I'm doing. I'm sharing what God has done in my life. I'm not, here to, I'm not here to give you the whole spill. I'm telling you what God did in my life and he can do it in your life. Amen. Proverbs 1130 30. says this, be fruitful of the righteous. It is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. Wise. You guys all read it. You guys see it right there. Those are not my words, those are God's words. You guys are all held accountable for that now. <laughs> you guys are all held accountable for that one. But those who win souls are wise. Those who win souls are wise. I, I, like, to, I like to use my daughters in, in, in messages and topics and things that I think about telling people about Jesus. Because first off, in the world's eyes, I shouldn't have my kids. I should, my kids shouldn't even be here in the world's eyes. But we know we serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. So they're out there praising and worshiping, amen. So one thing that I do, I I ask my youngest daughter, Gracie. She's she's about to be five in a couple days. And I asked her. She was busy playing around, running around the house. Like there was a fire inside the house, so I had to try to slow her down. So I asked her. I said, babe, 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 slow down. All right, question for you. What's outreach? You know, many of us, if you're in a business, especially in business, you use that word quite a bit, especially to outreach, to go. Of purchasing, you got you got you use that word quite a bit instead of what we say outreach for. So my daughter, what my five year old daughter, what she said, she said is when um, you walk a lot and you tell people about Jesus, Amen. You say you walk a lot and you tell people about Jesus. What I liked that especially, what I liked about the whole thing is that she said when you walk a lot. If she would have said when we walk, it would have been comfortable. But when we walk a lot, that's out of our comfort level. Amen. Especially us. Especially my family. When we walk a lot, hey, that's out of our comfort level. So when we start, when we, she's talking about we walk a lot and we tell people about Jesus, if my five-year-old daughter knows what, gee, what, the, what outreach is, why aren't we going out there? Why aren't we going out there and sharing the gospel? Why aren't we going out there and doing more for the kingdom of God? Amen. And this is just, a, this message was for me. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying it is for this place, but it's, it's for us this evening. This word is for us this evening. Amen. And we should all be sharing the word of God. Every opportunity we get, we should share the word of God. Mark 16, 9, uh, verse, 6 to, to verse 16. If you, can, you guys can flip there and say amen when you get there. That's Mark 16, verse 9 through 16. I'm going to read this story. This is a powerful story that I thought I was reading and it just hit home. It it was pretty good. It was pretty, it was great when God spoke to me on this message. So verse 9 says this, after Jesus rose from the dead, we can all go home there. After Jesus rose from the dead, we can all go home, right? After Jesus rose from the dead early that Sunday morning, the first, son, the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman who had been casted out, seven demons. She went to the disciples. I like to think about that part when she says she went to the disciples. She could have gone anywhere else, but she went straight to the disciples who were grieving and weeping and told them what, they had, what had happened. But she had told them that Jesus was alive and she had, and she had seen him, but they didn't believe him. But they, they did not believe her. Where I got that, where I got that part and that, that heart that hit me that there might be people in this place that don't believe that the kingdom of hand is that near. There might be people in this place that don't believe that Jesus is coming back. And if we don't repent from our sins, that's it. We close our eyes and that's it. That's there's a place called hell. There's a place called hell where gnashing of teeth if you don't repent. Me and Jesse, I know Pat, we, were walk, we were talking a long time ago, and we were like, man, messages like that when we talk about street preaching, I, love, I, I just love talking. I love, talk, like talking about it because it's times that sometimes we got to hear it inside of the church. We got to hear it inside these four walls. It's not just for the, the, when we go out to the street preach, it's not just for people out there. It's for us as well. Every time pastor preach, every time the word opens up, every time you open the word of God, that's for us. But we're so busy in this world, Amen. Verse 12 says this after afterwards he appeared in a different form to two other followers who were walking from the from Jerusalem into the country they rushed back and tell the and to, they rushed back to tell the others but no one believed them still later he appeared to the 11 disciples as they were eating together he appeared to the disciples while they were eating so I highlighted that as a, we got to be eating people we got to stay eating he rebuked them, he, he rebuked them from being stubborn unbelief, because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he, had, he was raised from the dead. After then he after then he told them, Go into the world and preach the good news to everyone, to everyone. Anybody who believes will be baptized and will be saved. But anybody who refuses to believe will be condemned. Anybody that refuses will be condemned. Again, all we have to do is open our mouth and share the word of God with people. All we have to do is open our mouth and read the scriptures to people. We're not out there sharing our thoughts. When we go out to to downtown, when we go out there to talk to people in Kroger or wherever we're at, we're not telling them, hey, this is what I think. This isn't what I come on. I gotta tell you what I think about the Bible. It's not what that's not what it's about. It's about sharing God's word. We just open up the Bible. The Bible, just reading those words, reading those scriptures, and that's it. Amen. And then God will do the work because the Bible says the word does not come back in void. How many believe that this evening? God's word does not come back in void. Amen. There's three reasons that I wanna, there's three reasons that I want to that that I, sh- I want to share with you that outreaching should be in our heart. They're not in order. It's not a specific thing, but three three reasons that I, I I thought about, and the first one should be because God said to go. We just read it a little while ago in Mark sixteen fifteen, and He said to them, "Go into the world and preach the gospel to to every creature, to every creature." Everybody, doesn't matter how they look, doesn't matter what skin color they are, doesn't matter what they're wearing, doesn't matter how much money, account, money they have in their bank account, doesn't matter how nice their house is, doesn't matter how, how messed up their car is, doesn't matter. It's just to everybody. But we like to pick and choose as believers. Ah, oh, now that guy's too swole for me. I ain't going to talk to that guy. <laughs> Come on. I know I ain't the only one. Come on. That guy's too big for me. no, no. no. All right. But there's times we got to talk to everybody. That's what the word says. Amen. I like to think about it as a way as, especially when we give. When we give, we don't, there's no way you can outgive God. When you give into the kingdom of God, God's gonna use it, God's gonna multiply it. But we can't go out there and out- to outreach too much. There's no such thing as outreaching too much. You're out there sharing the gospel, you're out there trying to win souls. If we're waking up every morning and we think about the souls that could walk right in front of us and we pass and they can pass us by, and what if there's their last day on earth? What if that's their last day that here, you, you, they're just passing you by and you're, you're on Facebook enjoying that time. Because Facebook is so awesome and you care about those likes instead of that person that was right next to you. And you, they just walked you by and they just fell into a big thought of depression. I'm just putting thoughts of just, what if that could have happened today? Are we giving God our best when we think about our tithes? Are we giving God our best this evening? Number two, God loves people. Many of you guys know John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That God gave his son for everyone. God gave his son for you and I this evening. For those who believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We don't get to make that choice of who gets to peep, 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 who you, you, you. No. You tell everybody about the word of God. Let, God. let God be God. Amen. God be God. Amen. Romans 5, 8 says this. But God demonstrated his own love towards us that while we, were still, while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. The songs that we were singing a little while ago, God set me free. God set me free. He set me free. He set me free. I can wake up every morning and just say, God set me free. God broke those chains. God restored my life. God did all that stuff. God fixed me. God moved me. God molded me every single morning. God did that. It wasn't me. No, I'm weak. It wasn't me. God did that. But we're at the, again, when we're back at the square, yeah, there's many times where people come up to us and they tell us things, they do things. They, 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 they do whatever they want to do. They, they, they do everything, it seems like, especially last week. Last week was powerful. We've seen a lot of stuff happen in front of us. And if you missed it, you should be out there. Be out there, going out there, start out there. Even if you have not even gone out, an opportunity of, of outreaching, that might be the first time you want to go. Just go out there and sh- see what people are doing. Because there's many times that we've heard it and, and we've even seen posts online and things that happened that, oh, that's not how, how, not how God did it. That's not why you're supposed to do it. But there's a time, guys, Nice. it was nice to outreach nice a little while ago, but it's getting too close to the end for us to stay quiet. It's, we're, it's getting too close to the end for us to, again, stay quiet and let the enemy just control our, our mouth in a way. We're, 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 it's, it's, it's too close to the end for us to stay quiet. So we should be out there every single time, every time the, the doors are open. We should be out there. Every time we get the opportunity, we should be out there. Amen. Matthew four seventeen. It says this. Then Jesus said. Then Jesus. On G- on began began to preach. He when Jesus began to preach, he said this: Repent of your sins and turn from God, for the kingdom of heaven is at near. That's one scripture that I love to read, especially no matter where we're at. I like to put that in my office because that scripture right there, we, again, tomorrow's not promised. We're not, we don't know when, how, how it's all going to go, but the, it's near. Every day we wake up, the kingdom of hand is at near, amen. We start looking around. We start looking at these agendas that are happening around the world. We start looking at things at schools, and you start looking at, 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 at schools. You start looking at your city. You start really investigating things, what's happening in your city. You'll find some things. Well, you'll find some things. I promise you. You'll find some things in movies nowadays. Which things that they they try to throw on movies. What you try to throw on TVs. Amen. What they try to throw on TV shows. I seen a new game that just came out that somebody was talking about, and it's it's a whole game of witchcraft. A whole game of witchcraft that people are buying, and it's crazy. Just to let you know, it's in the Nintendo Switch. And it's, a, it's one of the top sellers in the Nintendo Switch. Can you believe that there's people, there's parents that are people that are buying these type of games? Again, and we go back, we sit back, let the world pass us by, keep us quiet. So when I see things like that, I want to stand up. I want to do more. I want to say, say tell people about Jesus. Amen. I've seen a, my daughter was playing um, Gabby. She was playing with a little pop it. It's one of those parents would know. I don't know why these kids love them. It's one of those things that have a lot of holes, and you just punch it through. You just pop it, pop it, pop it. I don't know what it does, but it's amazing, because it keeps us busy. But one thing that my daughter, she walked out. She has this big one. It's huge. And she has this rainbow one, big rainbow looking thing. So when I saw it, I said, babe, you know what the rainbow thing means? You know what the rainbow is? You know what it means? It means God's protection. God's promise, amen. So I wanted to install that in her before the world starts getting into her, amen. Because I promise you the world, the, the, the rainbow does, is not for the world. The rainbow is not for the world. Let me just say that there. The rainbow is not for the world. So if I would not have said that, if I, if I would not have said that, the world easily could have thrown some things at her at school, easily, easily. I'm like, hey, that, that's what that rainbow means. Nah, nah, that's the word of God, Amen. God's promises, amen. So that's what you, what are we doing out there at our house? Are we looking at everything that our kids are doing? Are we, are we lo- looking, are we really looking with a fine magnifying glass? Tomorrow, me and my wife, I think we have the opportunity to go, sc- go walk through some schools tomorrow, which I'm excited about because we're going to go walk through some schools in Dallas, amen. So we're going to go walk through some schools, and I told my wife, babe, I have to go. I took the whole day off. I probably gave my boss like a two-hour notice. I said, I'm going. I said, I'm going no matter what. Because I want to walk around those hallways. I want to see the teachers. I want to see every little thing that they have in that place. I want to just make sure wherever my kids are going. Because kids our, our kids are in a place for eight hours. We're in a place for six hours, wherever, depending how, what, what age they are. But we got to look at those agendas that are happening. We let, again, and we, we, we're so focused on other things instead of raising up the people that are inside our house. We're so focused on other things instead of raising up the little, the little ones. The Bible says that train up the child in the way that they should go. That way whenever they get older, they will not depart from it. So that's what we're doing. We're sharing the gospel even with our kids so that our kids can go out there and share the, more, share the gospel as well. Amen. Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. For the Jews and also for the Greeks. Matthew Matthew 4.19. Jesus said to Peter and Andrew, then he said, follow me, and I will make you fishers, fishers of men. I like that part because I, I, in the beginning, I remember always thinking about, but Lord, I can't, I'm not the best speaker, especially me, Lord. My wife, my wife knows when we were younger, man, I, I'm going to go into this story a little, a little, a couple weeks, but there was a reason why I didn't like balloons Growing up, because every time she gave me a balloon, we would celebrate our two months, three months, she would give me a balloon. Just happy anniversary. And I'm just like, yeah. So when she would leave, guess what I would do? There it goes. <laughs> there it goes, because it caused attention. I didn't like that. It was a time where I would be so, oh, no, nah, if somebody's looking at me, oh, no, I would I'd automatically start sweating. Amen. But Matthew 25, we're gonna go into this, go into this message here. Um, Matthew 25, verse 31 to 40 46. Say amen whenever you get there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a lot of Bibles. I hear the I hear the pages flipping. I like that. That's great. Matthew 25, 31 says this. When the son of man comes for the glory, for his glory, and all his angels with him, he will sit on, the glory, on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate the people from the others as shepherds separated the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on the right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those in the right, Come. You who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, kingdom prepared. The kingdom is prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was, I was a stranger and you invited me in. I need clothing and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer to him, say, Lord, when did we see you hungry? When did we feed you or thirst, give you something to drink? When did, you see, when did you see the stranger and invite you in? I need or need clothing and we clothed you. When did we see you sick and in prison and go visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers or sisters of mine you did to me, you did for me. Then he will go to the life side, and he said, Depart from me, those who are cursed into eternal fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. I want to just take the time there that people that we talk to, people in street preaching, every time we're going out there and talking to people, that's one thing I I, I we hear quite a bit. Well, we're gonna well hell, well, hell hell was for us. Hell was for us. It's perfectly right there in the scripture. Eternal fire prepared for devils and his angels. It was prepared for the devils and his angels. Amen. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes and you did not, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They will also answer, Lord... When did we see you hungry and thirst or a stranger or needed clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will, truly, he will reply, truly, I tell you, whether you did not do it for me, whether you did not do it for one of the least these, you did not do it for me. Then, he will go, then you will go into eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life, to eternal life. We gotta think about those. We gotta think about that topic there as we're not again, we're not doing this for us. Because we again we could be at home, relaxing, we can all be chilling, we can all go through the motions and sit in this place right here where we're comfortable. We can all be do, we can all be sitting right here, but when we speak the name of Jesus, chains break. Again, it's not ours, it's not us. Chains break at the name of Jesus. Demons have to flee at the name of Jesus, spirits have to flee in the name of Jesus, amen. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the truth. When we've seen so much, especially just in these altars here, we've seen it in our own eyes. And there's no way we can just sit back and relax. We got to go out there. There's too many souls out there in, in, in Denton County. There's too so many souls in, in Fort Worth. There's too many souls in Dallas, Farmer's Branch. There's too many souls out there for us to sit back and watch. The people just pass us by. Number three, people need to hear the name of Jesus. Come on, people need to hear the name of Jesus. There is no other name given unto men which we can be saved. The name of Jesus is the only name into heaven. Repent, for the kingdom of hand is at near. Only people outside, outside these four walls need Jesus. Nah, we all need Jesus. Only people outside these four walls, is the, they're the ones that got, we got to go get. They're the only ones we got to go get. We all need Jesus. When we wake up every morning, Lord, I need you. I need you, Lord God. I need you. I cannot do anything without you. I cannot do this. I cannot take the next, next breath without you. But the Bible says, let everyone that has breath give him praise. Every morning, do we wake up every morning and give him praise for what he has done in our lives? Do we go out there and say, God, I thank you. Lord, use me. Again, I I, I don't have the best words. I don't have every word in the dictionary memorized, Lord God. But I know I have a tongue, I have a body that you have allowed me another day to share the gospel. Use me, Lord God. Use me. That's all I got to do. Open my mouth and I got to say, Lord, use me. Romans 2.23 says this, for all have sinned. And all falling short of the glory of God. Even in our best days, we need Jesus. Even in our best days, we need Jesus. Especially now. Again, I'm not saying to go look at the news, look at the things that are happening around the world. But look up for a little bit. Look up at all, everything that's happening around you. I don't want you all to be focused on this, this world, focused on... The, The phones focus on the things of this world. They're all going to fade away. It's all going to be gone one day. Right? We're so so interested in our 401Ks, and we're interested in building our our nest egg. And, again, I'm talking to myself here. I'm talking to myself. We're so busy fixing the things of the future, but we can easily miss somebody passes right in front of us that needs Jesus. If I can have every head bowed and eyes closed all over this place, Again, just how we were just talking about a little while ago, that every morning that we wake up, do we say, hey, Lord, I need you. Lord, I get to my knees and I, I need you. Outside of my comfort zone, again, a comfort, comfort zone should be waking up wherever a little bit before you got to go to work. But how about getting outside your comfort zone and waking up two hours beforehand and seeking the Lord, seeking the King, the God that will answer every prayer, the God that, will, that, that, that heals, the God that will break chains the name above every name and the bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that jesus christ is lord doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account it doesn't matter how much how big your house is doesn't matter how nice your house or your car is doesn't matter the, the chairs that we have here all that stuff doesn't matter the bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that jesus christ is lord I want to just take the time and take a say, if there is anyone in this place, all over this place, how many all over this place? If you're ready to make that call, the next step to say, Lord, I need you. Lord, this might, this might have been the first time you heard the name of Jesus. If you're watching online, if, if this would have been your first day hearing the name of Jesus, I don't know, but I want you. I want all of you. I want all of you. I want 100% of you. Because again, the Bible says if you search him wholeheartedly, that's with your whole heart. Not playing both sides, but search him wholeheartedly, you will find him. If there's anybody all over this place, you can pick your hand up and you can put it right back down. And I want to pray with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Or there's people in this place that have accepted the call have 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 said Jesus I I love you I have accepted you as my lord and my savior but there was a time in life where you went through the motions you started going through the motions and then the world knocked you down and you want to rededicate your life again this this evening if today's the day you can put your hand up and you can put it right back down all over this place hallelujah hallelujah Amen. Let's stand let's stand all over this place. You know, we don't gotta let's not make noise. Let's be in reverence of the Lord. Amen. This is a a, a, a timing of for us to kind of keep going. For us to keep going. Amen. I want to take the time, but we can have everybody just come up to the altar. We're gonna we're gonna pray. We're gonna seek the Lord. We're gonna we're gonna ask the Lord to to search our bodies, our minds, our hearts a hundred percent. Amen. But before that, we wanna we we do wanna um, say this prayer and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior. Forgive me from all my sins. I confess with my mouth, and believe with my heart, that Jesus rose on the on the third and the third day, just for us, Lord. Take control of my life, use me, speak to us, and take us where you need us to go. Lord, and write our names in the Lamb's book of life. Thanks for listening. If you want to hear Hallelujah. more messages, please Amen. subscribe to our Amen. podcast Amen. channel. Amen. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.